what do I love about working out is there's so many times that I can have interesting revelations and thoughts when working out. And so I get to share them with you. Nisha Hart, host of the Coach Up Podcast. Super excited to be with you this morning. Okay. So how do you stop regret? I'm sure you're wondering, because we all do want to know, how do we stop regretting stuff? But when it comes to regret, what do you regret? I'll tell you what sparked this for me this morning. I am out running. I'm sure I've talked about this on the before. And I am running walking. Let me not set false expectations like I run the entire time I'm out exercising. No, no, no. I walk and run, walk and jog. It's a whole thing. Anyway, I was thinking, why am I feeling tired or why can I not run as far or as long as I want to? A lot of it is mental, right? Your bodies, our bodies can do so much more than we actually want to do or the comfort level of our body wants to do like our bodies are apps there are people who run 26 miles who run marathons who have run for days okay our bodies are capable of amazing things god made them this way our mind though wants to keep us comfortable and so it does not want to encounter and endure pain nonetheless regret i am walking this morning running And I'm thinking, why can I not go as far as I want to go? Why can I not run as far as I want to run? Because I do intermittent walking and then running. Why am I feeling tired, right? And I, it's not like I've been consecutively doing this for six months. Okay, I've been pretty steady probably for about maybe three, four weeks, maybe five, something like that. Um... But I still feel like my lung capacity, my endurance should be better. And then I thought, what did I eat yesterday? You know, I'm out running. It's eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I didn't eat before I ran. And I think, what did I eat yesterday that's fueling my body that isn't causing me possibly to not be able to perform as well as I want to perform this morning? Oh. I know what it is. It's that cookie dough. (laughs) So I got a roll of cookie dough. It's in my refrigerator right now. I have a roll of cookie dough that I just opened, right? It's not even the prepackaged ones where, you know, you get a prepackage of cookie dough that's already cut up and it has 20 cookies in it. You just take the cookie dough out in the cute little circle and you put it on a cooking pan and then you put it in the oven. No, 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 no. That's not what I have. In my refrigerator, I decided that I wanted to get the whole roll, right? Where I could be in control of how big or how small the cookies are. That wasn't why I bought it. Let's not be funny here. Let's not even front. I bought it because I intended to eat the cookie dough. I have no intention of cooking cookies. Not going to do it. I'm just going to eat the cookie dough. I like cookie dough. I have for years. So I'm going to eat the cookie dough. And if I get a roll, I may get to determine how much is in each spoonful that I take. Well, I decided that that wanted to be my snack yesterday evening. Hmm. Now, granted, this is not the only thing that I'm regretting. We're talking about regret. But it was the first thing that came to mind. So as I'm watching an evening Sunday service yesterday, and um, I had my cookie dough out. 
crumpled up some chocolate chip cookie dough, mind you, crumpled up some walnuts in it and had my little spoon and was just going to town. Did I pre-pull out the amount that I was going to eat? No. I just decided that I'm going to eat until I don't want to eat anymore. How not smart is that? Okay. But that's what I did. So can you imagine, have you ever heard the situation where cookie dough was a great fueler of energy for exercise? Mm, I have not. And it was not. But let's not blame all of that on the cookie dough. Because as I'm having this conversation with you right now, I'm thinking, what else did I eat yesterday? Because the cookie dough was the last thing, right? And often when we regret something, we will think about the last thing that we think triggered the situation or the last action, but it is so often more than the last thing, right? Or the thing before that we attach as the cause of the effects that we're now having that we are experiencing regret in. So no, it wasn't the cookie dough only because, oh, after my lunch yesterday, I had a half of a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, oh my goodness. Completely forgot all about that until now. Hmm. So again, I don't know anywhere where ice cream is a benefit in fueling for exercise. And then when I think about what I had for lunch, I had a hamburger for goodness sakes. Uh, again, with all the cheese that you can imagine, a fried egg. I'm sure there was mayo on there. There was because it came with an order. And it's a hamburger for goodness sake. It's not like it is, again, one of the meals that athletes eat typically before they are going to run a race, play a game, go to practice. So what else does this have to do with regret? I'm sure you know where I'm going, but I'm sure you want to know how to stop it. And that's what we're going to talk about. I regret it as I'm in the midst of breathing hard, having to stop in the middle of my workout to breathe because I, I, my stomach was a little funny acting and I was just tired. Now I could have pushed through that. I was just being lazy. I'll just say that. Um, but I regretted the decision of what I decided to use as quote unquote fuel in the moment this morning based on what I had done yesterday. And it got me to thinking, how often does that happen to you? How often have you been in a moment and you regretted something you had done previously. And then regret obviously means we wish we had not, right? Let's see what the definition of regret actually is. I really like to do this because I like to talk about the word as is and how it applies. So regret is to feel sad. So from the verb standpoint, to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed. Let me let me move on that word repentant because as a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ, we talk about repentance a lot. And a lot of people think repentance means to be sad or to feel bad about something. And that is what regret here is, right? Feel sad about something or disappointed. But regret, what repentance means to turn away from, to go in a different direction, right? Actually, let's just look that up as well. What is the definition of repent? And so it is to view or think with deep regret or remorse. And it says to express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing. Now, 
we in the Christian Bible believing, Jesus loving way, as they call it, we believe in repentance as to turn and go a different direction, to turn away from. So that means if I'm turning away from something, I am typically turning in the opposite direction. I'm doing something different. So when it comes to repentance, in that moment, if I am in regret and that's repentance is part of that, that's what repentance is, then that means I'm going to do something different. I want to do something different. So I want you to think about when has been a moment where you had a conversation with someone and you said something that you regretted because immediately after you said it, or maybe hours later after you said it or days, I don't know, you felt bad about what you said. You felt like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I should have said that a different way. Oh, I shouldn't have brought that up. Oh, I didn't mean that. Then the question becomes, how do you not say that in the future? Not just to that person, but to somebody else. And it's it happens by us making a decision in the now for the future. So what does that mean? Regret is us being sad about something that we did in the past. How do we stop that? We stop it by looking into the future, right? Regret is what we feel now about decisions that we made in the past. Stopping regret is knowing how we want to feel in the future and making decisions about that today. So I'll give you an example. And it's, it's better if we've already experienced the feeling that we don't want <laughs> so that we can identify the feeling we do want and then project that, hold on to that in our decision-making for now. Now I'm gonna tell you, this is not gonna be easy because this is not how I think our minds are wired. But with intentionality on our part and effort on our part, it absolutely can be done. So again, let me give you an, give you an example. When we're talking about saying something to someone that we don't want to regret regret later, because you know, you cannot words you cannot take back. So if in the future you want to have a honest and healthy relationship with your child, we'll say, then in the moment, you have to decide now when your child inevitably, I shouldn't say inevitably, when your child, if your child says something to you that is disrespectful. You have to decide now what your response will be. And I know you're thinking, there's no way I can do that. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what they're going to do. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what other people do. It does not matter what the circumstances are. It is only how we choose to respond. And so your decision today so that you can in the future feel good <clears throat> and not regret, feel good about your relationship, your interaction, your communication with your child is today to say, when my child goes off, says something crazy, is disrespectful, says something flippant, I am going to take a 10 second pause before I respond. No, and this is not gonna be easy. This is going to be hard. If you're not accustomed to doing it, it will be difficult. 
but it is making a decision today that will stop regret later for you, right? And so, for example, <laughs> in, the, in that situation, if you decide, okay, when my child is doing something crazy, talking crazy, I'm going to take 10 seconds before I respond. No, walk through what that looks like. First of all, how are you going to count them 10 seconds? Are you going to count them in your head? Are you going to step on your watch? Are you going to put a timer on your phone? What are you going to do? Two, are you comfortable with the silence? And the reason I ask that is because many people are not, many people are not comfortable with silence, right? Many people are, they take silence as um, I'm losing an argument or conversation. I'm losing the conversation. I'm not I'm not getting across the point that I want to get across. It's not going the way I want it to go. What have you. Those are the times where you have to know now what you're deciding to do later. The silence is important because it's that 10 seconds you need to breathe, <laughs> to calm down, and to formulate what you want to say in a way that you will not regret it later. Right? Whole point of this. Let me give you another example. Okay, I'll use the one from today. I enjoy food. I think a lot of people do, um, who are blessed as we are in the US to have availability of food, praise the Lord. I enjoy food and I do at times use it as a method to deal with boredom or one of the worst reasons in the world to eat. But I also, because I've lived that way so many years, my mind is programmed that if I haven't eaten for a specific amount of time, or if I'm feeling bored, or if I feel like I need something to get me through the time, or I'm taking a break between activities, that what do I feel that break with? Food is one of them. Again, horrible mentality. Conversation for another day. Probably not one that I'll have with you, because that's not my area of expertise. But as I've read, and I've learned, and I've listened to teachings, I've I'm learning that that is part of the reason why I will eat when I'm not hungry. But then I, how does that plan to regret? Because then I call, it causes me to, what I choose to eat, causes me to regret later what I ate. So if I'm eating when I'm not hungry, one, I'm already regret, regretting that because, or I'll regret it pretty quickly after I eat because one, the Lord says not to be gluttonous, it's overeating, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and then my God is, my belly has become my God. It's a scripture, whole another topic. Two, I also want to have a certain body type and eating unnecessarily does not contribute to that body type. If I'm eating without intention, then I'm not being intentional about creating the body type that I want. So then I regret that, especially if my clothes feel a little snug or something. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Again, regret. Um, and then also, this is a funny one, since I eat out a lot, then I think, oh, I ate that. I wasn't even hungry. And then later when I'm actually hungry or later in the week, when I, I could have had that to eat when I was actually hungry. Okay. So there are all sorts of things that I'm doing that I could regret that I do regret when I overeat or when I eat when I'm not hungry. So how do I become intentional about making a decision today so that I stop the regret from happening later? Again, I need to keep in my mind today how I want to feel later, how I want to feel tomorrow, how I want to feel in a couple of hours. So I'll give you one more tip. Wait 10, 
15 minutes. Give yourself that time before making the decision that you want to do. Let your brain come down from the clamoring, oh, I gotta do this, oh, I wanna do this, oh, I need to do this. Let that, give your brain the, the option of you can do what you want to do. You can have that cookie dough in 10 or 15 minutes. You can watch that television show that is taking you away from the work or your family time that you need to be doing or you need to be having. You can say what you want to say in 10 or 15 minutes. You can come back to this conversation, but I'm going to give you 10 to 15 minutes. I'm going to give myself, your brain, 10 to 15 minutes before I do that to see if the delay in the decision helps me to make a better decision. This may work, it may not, but it is worth a try, wouldn't you say? Because all, oftentimes the things that we regret are things that we make in decisions in the moment, right? Without planning, without careful consideration, without consideration for future impact and consequences. Usually that's what we regret when we delay our reactions, when we delay our decisions, when we give ourselves time to emotionally, because oftentimes we're making decisions emotionally that cause us to regret later. It's rarely are, the, are they the logical decisions that we're making that cause us regret later. Sometimes they do, but rarely are those the majority. It is usually emotionally packed decisions that cause us to regret things later. So when you give yourself 10 to 15 minutes, and I know that sounds like a long time, especially when we just wanna do, but if we can get into the habit of right now saying, instead of making the decision, instead of making the statement, instead of doing the thing, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes, find a clock somewhere, look at your phone, what have you. I'm gonna find 10 minutes, I'm gonna give myself 10 to 15 minutes before I make that decision, before I, go through with the decision, right? Because you can give yourself permission. If I want to say what I want to say to that person, I'm going to say it in 10 or 15 minutes. Great. Okay. Give yourself permission and then wait the 10 or 15 minutes. And then once you do that, see if it's, see if you still absolutely have to. I bet you won't. Say, I'm going to eat that cookie dough. <laughs> I am going to have that cookie dough. And then wait 10 or 15 minutes to see if you absolutely still want that cookie dough. Likelihood may not. And it will save your walk, your run, like me, for the next morning. But give yourself grace, time in the moment. Give yourself permission to do what you want to do in 10 or 15 minutes. And then in that 10 or after that 10 or 15 minutes, evaluate, do I still feel like I need to do that thing? Again, I hope that you won't. Maybe you will. But I would imagine if you do that, you will find you will experience regret a lot less. So this is how I recommend that you stop regretting things. This is how I'm going to work on stop regretting things, making decisions that do not cause me to regret thing, the decision that I made tomorrow, the next day, in the next hour, right? This even applies to your work. <clears throat> and so as I'm talking about this, this applies to your work, right? We make decisions 
whether we recognize it or not, based on how we feel so often throughout our workday. Oh my goodness, when I was in corporate America, I hated email. I still hate email and still need to work on that. But I would put off email for hours. I would have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go through emails from the previous day because I just ignored them and didn't want to deal with them. And I didn't want to deal with emailing somebody and somebody emailing me back immediately. And then I have to deal with another email. It's a whole thing. Um, but I would regret not dealing with the email because oftentimes I had missed communication that I needed to immediately respond to, or if I had responded quicker, we could have gotten the problem solved quicker, all this other stuff. Or it just creates a better relationship with people that I'm communicating with if I just deal with the email and respond. So I had to learn, <laughs> I don't know that I, I did, but what I learned from that is set aside time to do it, have a set time during the day that I handle email because then it's done and I'm not emotional about it. It's on the schedule. It's just part of what I have to do. But if it wasn't on the schedule for me to do, because how often do people plan time to respond to emails, then I would get to an email or I would know that, oh my goodness, I have 400 emails, 100 emails waiting on me to respond to. And emotionally, I don't want to deal with that. Emotionally, I feel overwhelmed. Emotionally, I'm just like, oh, it's just going to be painful. And so I don't do it. And so I continue to avoid it, which again, is an emotional response that is happening in the moment that causes me regret later. If I had simply been intentional about this is when this is going to happen, regardless, then in my work, I wouldn't have experienced that regret later for decisions that I was making emotionally in the moment. And so when you're working, when you're building your business, when you are reaching out to clients, when you are going live on your social media, when you are making sales calls, when you are following up on people who said no to you, but <clears throat> you're doing the right thing and just following up again. None of that probably feels great. It doesn't jive with our most of our natural tendencies. But what it does do is by doing it, we are chipping in, pouring in, not chipping in, we're pouring into our cup of I can, I will, I must. And doing that increases our confidence. And it also helps to eliminate regret because when you know you've done what you're supposed to do, when things don't work out, still disappointing. But there's a different disappointment from regret versus expectations just not met, right? When you do the work and things don't work out, that's one thing. When you don't do the work and things don't work out, we experience regret. So stop experiencing regret by thinking about identifying how you want to feel in the future and making a decision that's going to align with that today. Of course, I know easier said than done, but hey, if we can say it, we can do it. So let's do it. Thanks for joining me for another solo episode of the Coach Up Podcast. <laughs>